Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 401. And today we're going to be diving into the shadow of Jinky number one, and it's keynoted entropy. The shadow of Jinky one is entropy. Yesterday we started talking about entropy a little bit, but it was just kind of like an intro. And today we're going to dive into this shadow, the first shadow of the jinkies and um, this and the second um, are the beginning of this transformation and this journey and uh, um, we understand these um, archetypes of reality this is this these jinkies are basically this building blocks the building blocks of this reality as we understand that everything flows in the universe because of the order and organization of all these uh, archetypes. And um, and so the practical use of that in our lives, because we can talk about philosophize of all this stuff forever, you know, and w- what's the point, right? But the practical use of this is the hologenetic profile. We all last year, we looked into that and we laid out how to read this hologenetic profile, this map that helps us heal ourselves using these archetypes. And if you're not familiar with the podcast, you can find all of that in Jorn.tv. You can also find it on Podbean. Uh, you can uh, listen to the podcast and many other uh, platforms, but they will only have 100 episodes. And I might even bring it back to like 20 or 50 or something. But you can listen to all of the episodes on Podbean and Jorn.tv. And if you're on Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. At the very bottom, there's a tab that says Jinkies. And uh, you might want to listen to that one first if you're not familiar with the Jinkies, episode 256. And on that page, there's a bunch of charts and information on how to use this hologenetic profile, this map that we're using to heal ourselves and and pretty much change everything in your life and create a life of fulfillment in every single aspect to truly uh, if you want to have just viewing the journey of the physical that's super useful if you're already in the journey of this of the um, taking off you know taking off I, but you, you have to embody your spirituality and then it comes a point where you're like you're so fulfilled you have like manifested all of this connection to life and to you know your people and and the world and you are absolutely giving your gifts and then uh, and then it comes the next step which is um, the journey into the cities right the divine gifts and so it has includes all of that stuff for wherever you are in the journey but now we're looking into the jinkies themselves this second year of our study of the Jinkies. By the way, I'm not a teacher of anything. I'm a student of the great work. And I'm stunned. This is my daily practice. And it, it, it keeps me accountable. And it helps other people discover this wonderful tool. But uh, I'm just learning. And what I would... This is kind of like a, like a book, book club. I'm just kind of reading uh, from the book, the Jinkies book. And dissecting it. And kind of like giving it my opinion. And, and just sharing it with you. And... and so it's it's a um a way of kind of like contemplating this uh these concepts on a on a steady basis right and uh so also um, um this is that this is what we're doing with the jinkies but 
Planet Homemaking Podcast, the vision of Planet Homemaking Podcast, and it's going to evolve, um, you know, soon in the, in the next few months, we're going to reach out even further. But the whole purpose of the podcast is to bridge the inner and the outer, right? The, the, the two hemispheres of the brain, the analytical and the intuitive, and, uh, and, and uh, provide a place for spiritual work to have a purpose in the world so that we can bring our unique purpose, that higher purpose, and, and take action in the world so that we can affect the macro reality. Because right now we're in the midst of a, of a, of a shift, a major shift in, in humanity, in the entire of humanity. And there's uh, an incredible amount of people that are, are not aware of that. And if you are not aware of what's going on, then you're just going to get swept down by the waves of change. Because the waves of change are here. If you know what's going on, if you if you know how to handle it, if you know how to navigate through the storm, then you're going to be just fine. And you might even, you you're, you are going to thrive. You're going to thrive amazingly because this is where we're going. We're creating a completely new reality. If you want to know what's going on, and join.tv at the bottom, there's an about tab and click on that's episode number one. I can explain more about what's Planet Homemaking. And at the very bottom, there's a, a resources section. Uh, and that explains what's been going on in the last two years. Also on the news tab, that'll take you to uh, that page. Uh, uh, has the links for our Telegram channel. And on Telegram, uh, we are posting all the stuff, all the news that are currently being banned on all major m- m- mainstream media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Google, all ma- mainstream TV channels and radio and, and everywhere. There is There are two narratives happening right now. There's the truth and then there's an agenda. And uh, when, you know, all that we put there is just our, our objective point of perspective is very important and you listen to your intuition. Because as the times, these are the times of change. And uh, what's happening is that the truth is coming out and it's going to destroy an, an incredible amount of lies that have been uh, clouding our civilization for a very long time. And the old power structure is collapsing and... Um, a new reality is being created, but people need to know the truth, and it's going to be very, very painful. the The repercussions of that has all have already been seen with this uh, bio weapon that they uh, uh, injected people with all over the world, and people are dying all over, and they're having ridiculous amount of of, of uh, adverse effects, and they have lost their immunity. And a lot of people, thankfully, they got the placebo. About 40% of the people got the placebo. But those that have gotten the second and the third and the boosters, they're gone. A lot of these people have AIDS now. And this is the stuff that you are not listening on the mainstream media because the mainstream media is financed by Pfizer just like the Oscars. You know, who is paying the bills? Listen to that, right? All of this stuff is very important. And you see, well, what does that have to do with the jinkies? Everything. We're talking about entropy. What is entropy? Entropy is this lack of energy. Is this dissolution of things. And so the world is dissolving. It's retreating into a state of creativity. In order for the new to, to, to come, there's got to be this. It's like the ocean, like the waves of the ocean. They come and they go. They retreat, right? So all of this this dissolution of, of, of reality, 
needs to happen for the new reality to arise. And it's up to us, the people that have a spiritual journey, to decide what the future is going to be. Because the people that don't have that commitment to God, to the universe, to growth, to evolution, to love, they already are creating their version of the future. And it's very, very stupid and very, very limited. If they're going to go on a timeline. They're going on a, on a boat on the, into the into their future, but it's going to be very, um, very sad future for these people. They're creating a technocracy, and uh, and it's going to happen for them, but not for us. And uh, and so, you know, you have to respect all life, just like God has given us free will. These people want to do that, but when we step up and we understand the nature of the universe, the 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 everything that rules the basic building blocks of this reality, then, you know, we cannot be coerced or bamboozled into believing any lies. Because now we have the tools. We know the truth. We're not afraid. Because you're only afraid when you're confused. When you you can be manipulated. You can be ensnared, right? But if you know the truth, you can make decisions. And if on top of that, you actually have the instruction booklet of life, you can lay out a completely new civilization. And that's our goal here, to lay out the blueprint of a new civilization using these basic archetypes of human reality. Of, you know, real, not only human, but the, this is the archetypes of the universe. But uh, but it, the way that it manifests in our experiences, in our reality for, for humanity, is it's, it lays out all of the uh, spectrum of experience and how to navigate through all of this. So let's dive into what the author is saying about, uh, his name is Richard Rod, the author of The Jinkies, what he's saying about the shadow of Jinky number one entropy, right? So this first two primary Jinkies, that's Jinky number one and Jinky number two, like we said yesterday, there's like the the prologue of the of the book, right? Jinky number one, Jinky number two, and Jinky 63 and 64, it's like the... the, the um, Epilogue, I think that's what it is, right? The, the, the bookends of the uh, of the of the book, right? They hold the whole thing together. But the first two primary jinkies are about the nature of duality, right? The flow of polarity. The the um, each gives birth to the other, right? It's in this in the spectrum. We looked at the spectrum of consciousness. There's a, a couple of episodes, a few, two, three episodes ago. We looked at the, spectru- the spectrum of consciousness. That's the movement of the energy. The and what I mean by energy is consciousness. I mean I mean the evolution of an idea, evolution of an archetype. It has to begin in this uh, um, uh, a state of of low frequency, a state of um, of polar polarized energy, and that's the shadow, right? And then it, it becomes unified when it reaches the gift, and then it goes all the way up to the city, right? So, um, so this is this is what we looked into this in the spectrum of consciousness, right? So, but this is kind of like it also goes back to itself when we understand the universe, when you understand how these jinkies work. Goes from the beginning, from the very um, uh, every shadow is 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 a is a um, a, ve- a, a, a kind of like a, a a wild basic state of reality uh, that has no order. It's it's a it's a um, 
what I like to call it is a misunderstanding of reality. But what it really is is the, is the seed of knowledge, right? Because in order for you to have an ex, to, to have knowledge, you have to have an experience that triggers the knowledge. Just somebody talking about it doesn't mean anything. Somebody saying something like whatever. Knowledge comes from the experience, and it's the experience of the opposite that triggers the knowledge within you, right? So that's the shadow, and that the, the opposite is the, is, the, is the gift, right? You have that gift because now you understand the shadow, and then eventually goes all the way to the divine gift, which is the essence of the whole experience. And then it loops back into the shadow again. Right, it's like it, it goes back into it transforms into seed form, and that's how uh, these uh, archetypes of experience, archetypes of, of of building blocks of reality, keep like perpetuating and expanding bigger and bigger, because they go back to it, and now it has a, a it, it reaches another sphere of, of of reality, and and now they have to um, it has to evolve, right? Now it reached economics, now it reached you know politics, now it reached you know, social structures, whatever you want to call it. And each one of these jinkies, each one of these archetypes is reaching that far. So, um, so, so each, you know, this cycle, the, the, the city gives this birth to the, to the shadow and the shadow gives birth to the gift. So entropy is the black hole to creativity's white hole. If you were to see it like that, right? Because what's at the other side of a black hole, a white hole? So a white hole is energy coming out and a black hole is energy is sucking energy and everything from the universe. And we have that within ourselves. You know, it's, it's, it's this is this is the, the, the basic concept, right? Um, so um, so the first jinky is about creativity. It's all about creativity. And here's the secret. The secret to harnessing creativity lies in the, sh- in the first shadow. It is the secret to every jinky and it's harnessing and accepting the energy latent within each of the 64 shadows. What does this mean? So it means that it means that you have to accept things like they are. The problem of humanity is that we want to change things, but it's it's not about that. It's the book of changes because this is based on the I Ching, right? It's about let change change itself transform us, right? Or we transform along with change. But it's not about we changing things. And um, and let me just be, we're going to be more specific into that because then you're going to go like, well, how the fuck are you going to get anything done, you know? But we get it, we're going to get into that. Just let's, let me just uh, keep going. So this is the fact right here in these two primary jinkies, the first and the second. You truly prepare by understanding that. What is the meaning of entropy in your life, right? Because it's about, remember, it's about harnessing and accepting the latent energy within the shadow. So it's accepting what is. And we talked about all of this stuff during the uh, hologenetic profile, right, the last year accepting the shadow, bringing it into the heart, realizing that is. So in this case, entropy is not about ending it. Yes, it naturally transforms, but the only way that it's going to transform is when you allow it to be in the universe. 
It is, we're going to get into that in a second. So what is the meaning of entropy in your life? Let's get personal here. Entropy manifests in human beings as numbness. It's actually an extremely fertile state of awareness because you have to understand that it's a chemical state. We're talking about the, the brain going through these processes of um, uh, digesting experience. You are going through life and you're having an experience and just like you eat, suddenly you're sluggish, you know, like, ah, oh, you're like, I'm full now. So you're digesting, right? But it's something that is, when you, when you go through life and you, you, you experience this numbness about things and you're like, something's wrong with me, I can't feel life. Right. You're experiencing this, but it's because of the way that the body operates. Right. But the main thing here is to truly accept this numbness. And this is the kind of like the first lesson on the jinkies. Right. Because when we look at all these shadows, we don't want to do anything with them. We want to change them. We want to fix them. We want to let them go. We, are, we don't like them. We want to be happy. And I'm not saying the happy is wrong. That's what we're here to be. We're, we're here to be joy. But in order for things to, to shift, and they, things shift very fast when you fully allow them. It's like, a, I always like this example of the child. You know, you watch a baby. A baby will cry, ah! And then the next moment you distract them and, and kind of like make him like look at something. And next next thing he's laughing. And then next moment, he's like doing something else. That is natural. It's natural process of, of, of our experiences passing through the child. When we don't allow this natural flow of, of experience to us, that's when we get stuck. And so let's say you're, you're numb. So you're going through this entropy, this lack of energy, right? This dissolution of yourself, your creative state. And you're trying to fix it. And it just keeps going on and on. And now you're depressed. And this is what happens because you're, you're not allowing it to pass through. So let's keep going. So, um, so you have to accept and embrace. And then it just, boom, it passes through. Entropy and creativity are an eternal dance played out within the universe we, have, we inhabit. So it's this lack of information, lack of energy, and then there's the, the resolution, which is the next step on reality, which is the creativity. Because what's going to make the future? It's going to be creativity. So when you feel the movement of creation inside you, you are filled with joy. When you feel entropy inside you, you no longer feel this joy. You don't feel anything, and it feels weird. So we're not really used to feel like that. It, it feels awful because it doesn't feel like anything. So it's a, it's, a, it's a very challenging thing to allow this. This happens a lot to, um, to uh, artists. At some point they go like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Everything sucks. You know, like, but you're great. And they're like, no. And, you know, if you don't know how to uh, process it, it can turn into emotional uh, instability. So this continual interplay of energy in your life makes you want to always maintain the joyful side and escape the gloomy side. So herein lies the greatest flaw, the greatest distortion of the true energy of entropy into depression, right? The first shadow appears in your life whenever you're experiencing this retrieval, the retreat of energy. Imagine like, like, the, like the ocean, 
It's coming in and it's like a, like a tide, right? Now it's going out, right? So you need to see it like a breath, right? So it's natural and organic chemical reconfiguration of creativity. It's like you're charging a weapon, you know? You're charging creativity and it has to go to this place. It has to go to the void, to this emptiness where all things exist. Everything comes from the nothing, from nothing, from the nothingness, from the endless void, right? So, so you have to retrieve to that emptiness in order to breathe out the next creativity, right? So, and then in the body, that represents as a chemical process. The body is going to release these chemicals that are going to, you know, bring you whatever, sad or, or low energy or, or, or numb, all of this stuff, right? But if you try to comprehend it and find the reason or try to fix it, then the natural process will not complete itself. Like it's now you're messing with the, with the machine, right? So if you resist this state mentally, one of the great dangers is that you will interfere with its process and, and uh, kind of like uh, keep it inside yourself, right? And then it turns into depression, so now you're, you, because you're mentally saying, what's fucking wrong with me? So your attention is focused on what's wrong with you. So now you're, now you're on top of that, because this, this was a natural flow of the universe. We're talking about archetypes here. The gene key number one as an archetype. We're talking about this breath of creation. The breath of creation, I would call this, if I were, if I were to name it, right? Um, it, it, it. It, come, it has to go back into the void and find the nothingness that has everything and then breathe it out and comes out as creativity through people, right? So that would be the natural, healthy entropy, if you want to call it. It turns into, into unhealthy entropy. And this is what, you, what we're talking about when, when I, I keep saying, you know, that the world has it filled with cockroaches. When you don't clean the house, entropy kicks in and it turns it asunder. Right or whatever you leave a car outside for ten years, it's gonna get rusty, right? So when I talk about that stuff, and and there's nothing wrong with that because that's you know nature. You leave a, a civilization, a city left for a thousand years is gonna be taken over by nature. So that's kind of like organic entropy. The the point here is in relationship with our lives. How and, and because we're going inward, right? We're not looking this as a, as a, as a you know, it, it does eventually manifest as a, a macro thing, but we're looking inward. How do we allow this process when we understand that we have to retrieve? It's like a breath, the breath of creation, right? We breathe into the void and become nothing. And then we come out and we exhale. And now we're creating. Our creativity is coming from the void. So when we get mental about this stuff, this is when the mental, the mind kicks in. Everything is usually fucks it up, because what it wants to do is the mind wants to organize data in order to keep you safe. And so there's a big problem with you not feeling anything for a second. Because could because it could take a day. You know, it could take a couple hours. It could take ten minutes. It usually takes probably like at least half an hour, you know, 20 minutes. If you would truly let that energy pass through you and, 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 and sink deep into the void, right? You could just sleep for a couple of days, whatever, you know? 
I don't, it doesn't matter. But if, if when you allow it, everything changes. But the problem is that if you start to judge it, what you're really doing is you're bringing it to your attention. So now you're focusing on it. And whatever you focus on is going to be all of your universe. Whatever you bring to your focus is going to stay there. So now you have fixed depression in your life. And this is why it takes many years. And this is why the dark night of the soul kicks in. Because we're trying to fucking fix it. So this is why I keep saying, you know, you have to bring these shadows into your heart and let the divine light of creation dissolve the misunderstanding. And what I mean by this in this case, you allow it. You love it. Because what do you do to the shadow? You love it because you're looking at it as a baby, right? This is, this is the beginning of life. You're not seeing it as, as a burden. So that's the mature way of seeing these this, uh, transitions. So most depressive states are the result of resisting certain shadow frequencies within our genetic makeup. The more creative a person you are, the more deeply you will be affected by this kind of melancholic chemistry. Now, what I'm talking about, this is, this is in a way, it's not like, oh, I'm well now because I'm like this, I'm going to have to accept this. Not necessarily. What happens is the, um, the, the, the release of these chemicals happen because of a misunderstanding of reality. When you allow yourself to become nothing without giving it um, um, a value, without judging it, then it is not melancholy that happens. It becomes nothingness. It's not even numbness. You, you start really deepening yourself all the way down to the void. And then it turns into something completely different. You know, I, I don't know if, if uh, Richard Rod has gone this deep into this because I've, I've, I've been there. And it's a, it's a completely different thing. The melancholy and the sadness and all that stuff is here at the, at the, at the top. Right? That's why sometimes it takes so long. But when you like kind of like it's if you if, let's say you were fall, you were to fall into the water like backwards and, and the waters were nothing. And then just allow yourself to become that nothing. It's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. But with, with if you're an artist, like in this case, this would be a practice to really focus on. Let yourself dissolve into nothing. And then, and then the more you practice this, not as something, not with the mindset of fixing anything, but with a different kind of joy. And so it's like kind of like you are, you are uh, experiencing the non-creativity and as an, ex- as an experience, right? It's, I don't know, <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the swing of that. Here comes the, the, the energy bar burst of creativity going out into the world. And now you recede, go back into the void and become nothing. So this is, a, this is, a, this is the, the work of a lifetime. But when you, as an artist, ultimately we all are artists because we all are creating in different ways. So if we get to learn to, to become this, this emptiness without judging it, because that's the problem. That's when it gets, turns into numbness. It turns into melancholy. It turns into all sorts of emotional chaos, depression. But if we were to learn how to dissolve, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's, it's that, it's, oh, it's here. Okay, 
So instead of me putting anything in my attention that judges and labels it, oh, this is depression, oh, this is melancholy, oh, this is sadness, oh, I feel bad, you just be there, present, come, come. Like you be present with that state of being and let you dissolve. It happens fast. It becomes faster and faster. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes you really need to be in a recede and completely and and. Who knows? This there might be some other journey there because there's uh, there's theories about really becoming this nothingness and getting into that might be a doorway to another universe. But we'll talk about that in another point. So um, the state of entropy is rather like a vacuum state. This is what I'm talking about. He knows what I'm talking about. Your system is recharging, so the energy within you withdraws into a kind of stasis. The resulting feelings or lack of feeling and or enthusiasm provide a delicate environment for something quite special to occur. If you are patient enough to allow it, this something is the creative process. Your low energy means that something intangible is gestating inside you even though you cannot see it. Only when the state mutates to its expressive stage will you see what the process is all about, right? Um, these, these, these times in your life require to be with yourself, right? And let, let the order of these seeds spread within you, germinate, right? This withdrawal from, um, from reality, kind of like you're, 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 it's not just withdrawal from reality, it's, it's be the solution into nothing. Eventually, I'm not saying that's going to happen like right away, you know, but it does happen. And so the worst enemy at such times is interference from your mind or someone else's mind wondering what is wrong with you. The programming partner of this first shadow is the second shadow of this location. And this is where we're going to start looking into this, this, this kind of engines of, 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 uh, uh, of loops of, of energy, uh, of, of uh, attitude, experience, right? Go back and forth from one to the other. These programming partners, they program each other. So in such a case, if you have 11 jinkies in your hologenetic profile, like two of them are, two, two sets of them are already programming partners, but inside the red part and the, and the blue part, that will also, you have more jinkies. They, they are connected to the programming partners. So you want to always look at the programming partners because there's going to be a connection of energy that's going to make a movement there. And so um, th- this is the second shadow of this location, which can only further worsen your state of mental turmoil if you try to intellectually understand what's happening to you. So you start head tripping on the head. My God, what's wrong with me? I'm numb. I am depressed. Blah, 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 blah. And what did you do? You brought that attention to that. And now it's fixed in the focus. Whatever's fixed there, you're going to stay there until you let it go. Because that's the power of attention. So, um, so the second shadow tends to fuel the fire of your anxiety. Since it gives you the feeling that everything is out of sync with the whole. Even though it is not the case, what happens is that it, it's like uh, when suddenly your life falls apart, that's probably the best time when you, you're aware of this stuff. You're like, oh my God, I don't have a house. I don't have a relationship. I don't have a job. 
I don't have any. I don't have money. And you're like in the middle of nowhere, freaking out. You're like, ah! But then there's another doorway opening because everything... I'm not saying that you have to go through that, but if you have gone through that, the everything you, you wanted to change, you wanted to go into the unknown, that creativity now created a completely different universe. And now you're going into a completely different reality because now there's that space for a new reality to fill it in. So... um. Uh, because of this first shadow, humanity as a species is not nearly as creative as it could be. Because we don't, we are not, uh, we are not used to rest in that uh, tide of 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 dissolving into the void. Right? That we have to be something all the time. You know, what would it be if we learned to evolve into dissolving and being nothing? And then now you become the creativity. Whoa, what amazing epic things would make. And this is where we're going. This is our future, right? So the reason for this is the weight of the collective denial of the natural phases of entropy that individuals experience. So we're constantly, as society, we're denying ourselves. Oh, I'm not depressed. I'm, I'm, you know, you want to just keep like being hip or whatever. Because we're not used to this void. It's 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 like when you get into a, a cavern and there's no sound. And then it becomes like annoying, like deafening the, the silence. We're not used to the silence. There are many things we're not used to that are very important for our health. That this civilization, this civilization is sick. It needs to come to an end, this whole phase of reality. Because there's insanity, like it, that's like insanity. So we need to learn how to... Go back, go back to these natural patterns of reality. So, um, so the reason for this is, is the weight of the collective denial of the natural phases of entropy that individuals experience. This shadow can only be resolved and accepted at an individual level. Like I, I think all shadows are like that, which takes a great leap of courage, courage, patience, and trust. You have to love yourself. You have to love the process. It's it's challenging because there's nothing. You're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? You know, there's nothing. When you suddenly find yourself blind and lost, the best thing to do is to stay still and allow it to pass gently through your system. Giving in the, giving in the minimum mental attention possible. This is what I'm telling you. You're not going to put it into your focus. Because the whole point of this process is to dissolve your attention into the void. I mean, if you want to focus on something, focus on the void. Focus on space. Focus on silence. Focus on nothing. And that will help you. Because now you're not focusing in the complaining, my God, what's wrong with me? You know, you are focusing on dissolving. And that will help you. So this deep acceptance of entropy as natural in your life will eventually allow you to unlock its true potential and it's time transcend and and, and, and in time it will transcend it entirely. And this is what I think happens at some point you become uh, if you're I don't have a, a jinky line, a, a jinky one in my profile, but uh, but I'm understanding I'm starting all of them. But I believe that what happens is that at some point you become so in tune with this natural breath of creation that is no longer a, a, a shadow. It's it becomes the, it becomes the gift. 
Now, the gift that you have, and we're going to get into that. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about the two, um, the two uh, um, um, reactive and repressive sides of entropy, right? On the shadow. And then the next day, we're going to get into the gift. But I think that's where it's going with the gift. It's going to get into this uh, natural order of allowing this in-breath, the solution of, of, of your personality, if you want to call it, and then resolution in and 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 that now the creative power energy comes out and now you have a new idea, and then this is how artists come up with this cray cray stuff that where that came from, because they went into the void, they dissolve and then they come back and so at some point if you can gain this understanding of this jinky, it's no longer a hassle to go through this thing and at some point it becomes pleasurable. Becomes a different kind of joy, the joy of dissolution, right? And uh, I guess the best thing, and the, the way that I can see it, it's the you know since you cannot really not focus on anything, put your attention on the void, right? Whenever you're feeling it coming, the entropy kicking in, instead of focusing on something's wrong, I'm sad, I'm melancholy. No, dissolve. Put your attention into the void, and let it pass through you. And then this will become a habit. And at some point, that that dissolution will be organic and then you'll come back up. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Uh, and uh, I remember podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. And uh, you can follow us on Telegram. The link should be wherever app you're listening to the podcast. And um, and we have the uh, at the news tab on joan.tv. That's the link's uh, you can find the links there for the Telegram, and we have a chat room. If you want to communicate with us, you want to find people that you know without the same kind of consciousness, and uh, uh, you have any 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 uh, any suggestions or any you want to tell us the story of your journey, you want to say hi. That's the place to do it on the on the chat, and uh, and also if you uh, need help with this stuff, actually not with this stuff, but with the hologenetic profile. Uh, you can click on the support button and we can help you one-on-one with that too. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.